following all adulting adults. You're tuning into The Grown Up Podcast, a show I created to talk about the struggles of the new millennium and share different perspectives in order to make sense of being a grown up. Along the way, I search for independent music, businesses, and individuals who make a way for themselves in the content creating industry via podcasts, books, blogs, vlogs, and more to show that we should support each other's ideas instead of tear them down. Tune into the podcast monthly and don't forget to follow me to stay up on new artists, new adventures, oh yeah, and more grown up shit. Now, let's get to the episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, this thing is rolling. Hello and welcome, or welcome back to the Grown Up Podcast. And I appreciate you for joining me this week and every podcast episode that you have been joining me and tuning in and keeping up with my journey. I appreciate and love all of you guys, listeners, subscribers. You know, I haven't said it in a while in a couple episodes. And so my bad, you know, first of all, I just want to say my bad. (laughs) I have to thank the listeners, subscribers. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. You have been active. You have been uh, showing me love, uh, you know, all around the world. And I couldn't be more thankful, more grateful, more appreciative, because it really does help me continue to push uh, myself and push the podcast and, you know, of course, just continue to do what I love. And so I appreciate you guys so much. Um, And I'm not going to talk this week. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit right now. (laughs) So bear with me. But um, I actually did an interview um, and I'm, I'm actually dropping two episodes this month. So this episode and then look out for another episode dropping next week so you know keep up with me i'm trying to i'm trying you know what i'm saying i I know i fall off a bit but uh before this year started i i I told myself that i wanted to get a plan down and everything so before the year even started i was already making a plan and and operating as though i was already in this moment of planning and you know, being ahead of the game, so to speak. And so, um, honestly, I, everything with the podcast is, has been a complete blessing with starting, um, before the year started. So, you know, anyways, like I said, just stay tuned for another episode dropping next week along with this episode. Okay. Um, and that episode next week is also an interview that you guys do not want to miss. If you haven't been tuning into these interviews, you guys are definitely missing a lot. Okay. These are some really dope people, some really great people to tune into, to support, to, uh, understand, to, um, you know, obviously listen to their answers with within the questions I'm asking and stuff and just take what you can from these interviews and, you know, apply it to your life. And, you know, that's all I can do is present these, um, hopefully quality episodes for you guys and just hoping that I fill them with information, should I say, and, you know, hoping that it reaches the ears that it needs to. And yeah. So, um, anyways, Before we get into the interview and before I talk your ear off a little bit more, I just want to talk your ear off just for a tad bit more and tell you that this episode is brought to you by Alitu. Have you been prolonging your podcast because of lack of motivation or resources? If you answered lack of resources, let me solve that for you with Alitu. What is Alitu? It's the one-stop shop podcast maker that will take your beginner's worry away With Alitu, you can record, edit, and publish in just one, two, three easy steps. 
Use the link below to get your seven-day free trial and start your podcast journey with Alitune. Woo! Okay, now that that I had to drop that little, you know, plug in there. Duh, always got to plug yourself a little bit, you guys. <laughs> um, so now that we got that out the way, uh, I just want to talk to you guys. It's been a minute. You know, I haven't chatted on here and told you guys what the hell is going on with me and my grown-up life and how things are going with me and um, I just felt like I really needed to get something out too, because it's, I've been consumed, very consumed. And, um, it's been quite a lot for me. You know, I've been juggling a lot. Um, if you've been following me on my social media, you've been seeing that I post about school. Uh, yes, I'm in school right now, full time. And I'm also working part time ish. It's like, I mean, it's 32 hours. I damn like I don't know who I just want to know who made up the scale of what is part time, what is full time, because bruh, 32 hours is still a lot. I don't know. Y'all let me know. <laughs> y'all email me or whatever. Let me know. I mean, I know some of y'all. I know my dad fucking works just like probably quadruple that. But still, like, that's just insane for me. That's I mean, it's wild. But anyways, I mean, I know that overtime check be, be, you know, dope as fuck, but damn, like, why can't I just get paid that just working regularly and don't have to overexert my time to do overtime? It's just, you know, it's a lot. That's, that's okay. That's a whole nother episode, right? <laughs> um, so I'm going to put that down on the list and we're going to talk about that. We're going to chat about that. But um, anyways, so yeah, um, working part time and then obviously also trying to dabble in other part-time things um stay tuned to the end uh, i'll be jotting down the accolades that the podcast slash myself has accumulated um throughout the time that i've just been dropping these interviews and not really speaking to you guys like this um i've just been in the works of doing you know like i said creating the podcast into a business how I want to and doing these interviews and getting these quality episodes, putting them together and really wanting to push the podcast in the direction that, you know, I envision. And so that's what I've been doing behind the scenes, really. And so that's why you've been getting more interview and wonderful. <laughs> Thanks. Love your car. Featuring their car. Um, Anyways, yeah, so that's why you've been getting more interview, less me. But uh, this week, I wanted to do mm, a little of me and a little interview. So here we are. <laughs> um, so yeah, so trying to juggle everything has just been a lot. Um, but I've had this... Uh, I don't want to call it weird because it's not really weird. But I've just had this shift in my being like my whole body my mindset my body my movements my words like I've just had this whole shift within myself and it's calmed me and it's made me really address a lot of things that I needed to address and it's given me a whole lot more clarity within myself and, you know, within becoming this man that I want to become. And um, it's been quite a journey for me, I would like to say. And it's definitely um, pushed me towards creating these I'm I'm not sure how to say it but and I and creating these type of conversations that are not just scratching the surface because a lot of times I find that we're having conversations that we're really just scratching the surface and we're not getting to the core of it um and so you know that that's the journey that I've been going through in the shift of like mindset and all this stuff. I've just been doing a lot of deep thinking and really perspective shifting and 
definitely getting into my spirituality and my faith and uh, really that has been my self-care for me in my journey because, you know, within my journey, I'm majority with with or without being in a relationship. I'm in a relationship right now and, you know, we're working on things. But with or without being in a relationship, I, I need to do this work within myself. I know this. And so being in a relationship now, doing this work, it's been such an eye opener. Um, but in general, I'm, you know, I don't really connect with a lot of people that I used to connect with anymore. And that includes family and some friends, of course. Um, and so obviously that contributes to this shift. And this is why I wanted to get on here and just talk it out because maybe someone else is going through this and maybe we can connect and, and talk about what type of, you know, thing is going on in my head or whatever, reach out. I would love for you to, um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's, and, and it's not saying that I'm distancing myself from anyone on purpose or whatever. Like I'm always open to every relationship in my life and open to every possibility of what could become because I don't want to close myself off ever to anything. Um, if that's one thing that I have told myself for sure, but I, I am struggling with trying to figure out how to go about it all. You know what I mean? And so I've just been really sitting in this shift that's going on and it's been tough to navigate and tough to figure out but little things along the way like conversations I have with people and interactions that I have and things that I read and and podcasts that I listen to and all these you know different elements that come together um that help me get through my days um you know, it's at the end of the day, I'm, man, envisioning who I'm going to become and who I am becoming is, is very, it makes me so grateful. You know, it definitely makes me so grateful and it makes me grateful to continue to put in the work in myself and continue to ask myself these questions and figure figure myself out. And that's, I think, the true self-care and the true love that you find for yourself is just doing this work, even though it's hard, even though it doesn't make sense, even though it's hard to navigate, um, but still putting your your foot foot your foot forward, even if it's not your best foot, um, still putting that forward and you know, still trying, you know, and, you know, case in point, I am not a video person, but if y'all been following me, I've been trying my best to <laughs> post videos of myself and stuff. Um, it's been difficult and I'm, I want to go live on and, and kind of talk about my journey and, and this stuff and transitioning and stuff. Cause when well, I want to get into this interview, um, soon here, but, you know, um, Everything that's just been going on within my personal life, um, it's all just been strange to navigate. And um, I don't know if anyone else is in this kind of space where they're shifting and it's been strange to navigate what's going on, but I would love for us to connect for you to reach out. Um, and yeah, let's form a community of just connection and, and community of, of trying to figure sh this shit out of, of grown up life. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this interview. Uh, and it was a really great interview, a really great talk. I appreciate her, for joining me and 
um, it was really dope. You know what I'm saying? And uh, one thing I do want to know, which is something that I battled with, which I'm going to share with you guys because I want to be honest and completely transparent. So um, obviously I realize this is Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to to my peoples. Happy Black History Month. But um, I struggled when I realized that my first episode was going to be with a white woman. And, you know, she but she does she does her thing in her literary uh, lane. And like I said, I appreciate her for joining me. But I struggled with it a little bit because I was like, oh, shit, like it was crazy. It was like I thought about it. I was like, oh, it's going to be Black History Month. And then I was like. Is that kind of weird that if I chopped the episode? But then I was like, I don't really I don't really care, (laughs) Uh, you know, and I was like, if are people going to like realize that and slander me? And I'd be like, I don't know. Like, I mean, but and like but like I said, in the same breath, it's like, I don't really care. I mean, I'm trying to put together quality episodes and, um, you know, I just go with the flow with my podcast. I don't want to, um, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to be one thing. I don't want to be ever put in one box because I am many things at the end of the day. I am black. I am trans, a trans man. You know, I am part of the queer community. I'm, you know, I am me. I'm Derek. And so, you know, I don't ever want to feel like I'm being put in a box. So I'm always going to celebrate everything and everyone. And, you know, that's just me. I'm going to do me at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, that's just how I feel about that. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I feel like I can trust you guys and I can tell you guys that. And I don't feel judgment from you guys because I feel like y'all love me and I love y'all back. So, boom. (laughs) So anyways, um, with all that being said, thank you for listening so far and waiting to tune into this interview Uh, So I'm going to stop talking. I appreciate y'all for joining me with this interview. And yeah, like I said, without further ado, let's get into this dope conversation I had with Leah Rummel, the literature blogger. What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Grown Up Podcast. If it's your first time tuning in or you're tuning back in, I'm hoping that this year starts out well and that we're getting quality podcasts out to you guys. So with that being said, today on the show, we are getting inspired. Okay, joining us is Leah Rummel. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Okay. Leah Rummel, she is a blogger for Life Meets Literature. She was featured on BuzzFeed and she is a social media ambassador. We will obviously learn more about her, but in case you miss any of this, there is a shorter version known as her bio on her website, lifemeetsliterature.com, which the link will be in the description. And of course, we'll be displaying it and talking about it throughout this episode. So um, if you miss any of this, you can just head to her website and check her out. Now, with all that being said, welcome to the show once again. Please go ahead and say your name one more time, what you do, and how long you've been doing this for. Hi, so my name is Leah Rummel. I am a book blogger slash bookstagrammer slash book talker sometimes. Um, I have been running my blog for a little over three years. I did this kind of as a side project. My day job as I'm actually an estimator for an electrical contractor. I'm also a part-time faculty for Sacramento State University. 
Oh, wow. And I do some volunteer work for the American Heart Association as well. Wow, that's incredible. That's really, really awesome. See, I told you guys we had, we're getting quality episodes and quality people. Um, so I'm so excited to have you. And that's a beautiful repertoire that you have. Um, and happy to connect with you, of course, today and talk about your experience being a literature blogger. So let's go ahead and hop into the first question I have for you. I've had the pleasure of interviewing with a blogger previously. She was more of an introvert, but it was still a great conversation. Um, the experience definitely left me with more questions about the role of a blogger in society as a whole. Um, and the previous guest, uh, she blogged as like an outlet, like I said, for being an introvert and to connect with other introverts. So you seem to use your blogging as an educational and creative outlet. So why did you get started with blogging in this particular area? Well, I have always enjoyed writing and um, I lost my mom back in 2017 and oh, wow. it was a really sudden loss. Um, it was really tough and I was looking for ways to cope. And mm -hmm. I spoke with a dear friend, uh, Amanda King, uh, mm -hmm. previously uh, DJ on k here in the area. Nice. And she was a good friend of the family and she you know, was asking me if you had all the time in the world, what would you spend it doing? Mm -hmm. And we made a list of the things that I wish I was doing. And one of them was reading more and writing more. So really, I was looking for a way to build that into my life to help me cope with things that were happening. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, if um, I would love to start blogging, well, what do I want to blog about? Well, I also want to start reading more. Mm -hmm. And then that, it just kind of came together naturally. And I saw that there was this incredible community of book bloggers and bookstagrammers already out there that were reviewing the books that they love and sharing them with others and creating this wonderful community. And so I took the leap uh, to get started. Mm -hmm. uh, mainly as a way to force myself to read more because it's something that I love that I wasn't making the time for. Right. And so I began reading more, reviewing those books, and I just discovered this wonderful community. And it's been an incredible three and a half years so far. That's awesome. That's uh, I can relate to that so much because I went back to school just on a whim. I had no idea I could. And I kind of happened mm -hmm. upon audio. And it really helped me as an outlet to start expressing myself in a way that I've always wanted to, but I never could because I couldn't find um, a community or a passion that allowed me to be who I was in that space. And it sounds like you found a passion and community that has allowed you to be who you are and, and express yourself through reading books, which is something that you love. So that's very, very awesome. And I really love that you're here connecting and, and telling and expressing this to other people because this is an important for people to understand and to know that, you know, things that we fall in love with that we're not able, like you said, to create time with as our life gets, you know, more and more busier or whatever, you get a new job, whatever, um, you may co go back to that, you know, and that may end up being something that'll turn into um something that'll be greater for you and, and, and more beneficial and, and you connect with different, more different people. So, um, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, my second question here is your bio says, I'm so sorry. My dog is killing me in the background. Give me like two seconds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go two seconds. <laughs> So normally I cut this type of shit out because ugh, it just frustrates me so much, but I decided to leave it in because life happens and Leah was so awesome. So I appreciate her. Also, I literally ran and I was out of breath, but anyways, let's get back to it. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> he's killing me. <laughs> Love him, but he's killing me. All right. Anyways, jumping back into this. Uh, my second question here is your bio says you went to college, but found yourself doing work that had nothing to do with your degree. So how did you shift your mindset to challenge yourself to tap into your creative side to essentially not let your degrees go to waste, so to speak? Because I know I struggled with the same thing when I got my degree in radio and television right before COVID hit. Yes. So I went into college and I wanted to major in sociology. I thought I wanted to be a social worker. Mm -hmm. um, I was very interested in learning more about social inequality, social injustice and learning more about that and what could be done. And I started that journey 
Um, I struggled a lot with feeling the um, the weight of you know not knowing how to actually help people mm. and I actually changed my major to English literature oh. and during that process um, I took one more sociology class mm. and it kind of hit me that you know myself as a white person that is my privilege to be able to get away from thinking about those sort of things mm -hmm. and um, realize how important it was to continue to study that and that's the only way that we're going to you know be able to do anything and so I ended up double majoring in both nice so after so I, grad, so I graduated with a bachelor's in English literature and sociology and after college I was looking for jobs in the nonprofit space um, also looking for jobs in potentially in publishing um, was really struggling finding jobs in that particular uh, economy <laughs> coming out of college it's <laughs> yeah. a real challenge and right. so I ended up just taking a temp position at this electrical contractor they just needed someone to cover the phones mm -hmm. while uh, their receptionist was going on maternity leave mm -hmm. um the receptionist now is one of my best friends. Um, I ended up staying on. The company hired me full time, and I have just grown within the company and getting more education. Um, but so, so my my work is in the construction management field. I teach at the university level in the construction management field as well. Wow! But um, that I personally feel like my sociology degree, my English literature degree, has not gone to waste. Right. Uh, my um, I mean, there's times where I, it feels that way, but my <laughs> English literature degree, I mean, I do get to work in publishing in some capacity. I work with the big five publishers constantly um, and working with them to promote books. I get to work with authors and I get to read books that I love. Mm -hmm. And then the sociology degree just helps me to be a more aware citizen and be a more compassionate person and mm. to pay attention to the social inequalities in the world and look for ways that we can do things about them at our level. So um, I don't use my <laughs> my degree outright in my day job, right. but I have found pa passions in both fields and I mm -hmm. still continue to use it in certain ways. So certainly, um, you know, the creative aspect, even within the construction industry, I have tried to find ways to kind of utilize some of those skills. Mm -hmm. So I helped establish our health and wellness committee at the company. Mm -hmm. I have worked to advocate for mental health programs within our company and get those established. And I'm able to mentor the Sacramento State students, both as a teacher and as a coach for my ASC team students that I mentor. Um, in case any of them are listening, I told them <laughs> we would be doing this podcast. That's awesome. Um, so I so I find ways to use those skills that I learned at the in my undergraduate career uh, throughout my career in the various aspects of all the different things that I'm doing. That's a it's very a bit, um, it's kind of a lot. Yeah, and actually, I'm going to touch on that um, in just a second here. But that's a really important point that you made is that even though you're not directly um, using your degrees in the aspect that someone would think of um, you are still using utilizing them in different areas and they're still helping you uh, create an atmosphere for other people and I think that's a really important point because a lot of people feel pressure going to college and you know when they do finally decide to go whether it's straight out of high school or later on in life um, they feel this pressure that their degree is not going to take them anywhere or it has to be the degree that's going to make everything click in their mind and they have to go to pursue a career that obviously pertains to this degree right um but that's not always the case you know you learn a, a slew of different things in school and i'm currently um going for my bachelor's right now and although it's more pertaining to what i'm doing it's still i i love the aspect of taking different courses it's not just the courses that you take for that degree, right? It's you're taking all these other different courses along with the degree. Yes, the degree is the main end goal, but all these other different courses make up that degree. And it's important to understand that in that process and everything that you're learning is not solely for the degree. It's to make you better and to understand how to put that out into the world after you walk the stage. So um, that's an incredible point to make. And thank you so much for um, saying that. So as you just said, you are a very, very busy woman, have a lot of things on your plate. But as I said in the beginning, you're also a blogger. So break down how you manage your time to fit in being a blogger. 
well, I don't do very well. I don't think, <laughs> but, um, when I, you know, when I first started, my goal was to post a, you know, a long format, formal book review on the blog's website every single Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then every single day I would post a book photo about either what I'm reading right now, what I'm mm-hmm. excited about, what a publisher has sent me or a fun book stack every single day. And so for a while, that's exactly what I was doing. And then, um, you know, life <laughs> gets a little hectic <laughs> yeah. and the, the long format review kind of fell off for a little while. And then, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't posting every single day. So now I kind of commit, I post like to post, you know, on Instagram, maybe three to mm-hmm. four times a week. Um, when I sign up for a, 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 like a blog tour with a publisher to promote a book, um, mm-hmm. I will post those. I recently had a partnership with Hulu where I got to review screeners for wow. my favorite TV show ever. Uh, Congratulations. Most, thank you. That's the most incredible opportunity I could have ever received. Absolutely. And that, um, and with that, that got me kind of back into posting long reviews every week for a little mm-hmm. while um, for television rather than books. Mm-hmm. But um, now I am, you know, I kind of have taken some of the pressure off and just decided to post the content that I love, that I'm passionate about mm-hmm. and not hold myself to such a strict uh, posting schedule. Yes. Um, now for people that are in the blogging space that are, you know, chasing numbers and they're wanting growth, um, maybe that's not the best advice. But um, for me, it's not so much about the numbers. It's more about the community. How is this blog um, serving me in my life and helping me feel fulfilled? And how, is it still rewarding? So I've had to find what that balance is. Um, so like, you know, The Handmaid's Tale reviewing was the most incredible opportunity and so I was all in on that it was it's the thing that I was the most passionate about at the time and I'm hoping to get to do that for the final season I'm coming up soon if that opportunity continues but um but beyond that I am just focusing on posting about the books I'm reading and that I love when it fits um, into my schedule to be able to do that so I've had to kind of learn to give myself some grace and not put myself put so much pressure on myself to um post constantly so i it's a it's not a it's probably not super balanced but i'm trying to kind of make it a give and a take because there's different seasons throughout the year throughout your life where things Mm -hmm. are just higher priority than others Mm -hmm. and i am trying to kind of give myself grace and honor that um and that's a challenge too (laughs) wow i'm i'm first of all i'm in awe because um i just did an interview with someone uh my last episode he was a professor and he also said the same thing about grace and i think that grace is a huge word that is very much underappreciated um and i am now understanding what grace is as well and i'm so happy that we connected and that you're sharing yet another perspective on grace because i'm also in my season of giving myself grace because when i started this podcast i too was thinking i had to push out a bunch of episodes and stay on a posting schedule that was pretty much only every week and I had to make sure that I did this and I had to make sure and it was so much to do um, and by year three <clears throat> excuse me I was pretty much gassed out and I was looking mm-hmm. for anything to hold on to in order to say I continue the podcast basically. And, you know, throughout that time, a lot of people just kept telling me, you're doing great. You know, I haven't caught up yet, but I'm still listening. It's, you know, and all those little things told me that, yes, this is what I do need to do, but I also need to give myself grace and understand where it is that I can bring it together and not put so much pressure on myself. And so now um, I've found a, a bit of a groove and I'm happy that I'm getting into something that is going to be more tailor made to me and not tailor made to other people. Um, and so absolutely, and I uh, think we put we put a lot of pressure on ourselves sometimes, yeah. especially when we're starting out with something mm-hmm. that okay, I need to go as hard as I can and right. just um, you know hit the gas as as hard as possible, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't always serve us. And depending on your background, like for myself, I was always focused on being high achiever, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, unfortunately continue that in many aspects of my life when maybe mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to or like <laughs> I need to give myself some grace and Absolutely. understand that um, any progress is still progress and Absolutely. when you are doing what you love and you're continuing 
then that's it. That's the goal. So, that's right. It's, but it's hard to to stay there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> we don't expect um, the highs and the lows, and uh, you know, obviously, because we haven't done it yet, and this is our first time. We're pursuing this and, and going after it, and you know, that's the beauty of the unknown. It's just going for something, right? But obviously, we don't expect the ups and downs. But we should expect the ups and downs. We should start to expect that there will be ups and downs within your battle, within your struggle, within your success, all of those things in one. And if you just find out your groove and, you know, tailor make it to you, you know, big things will big things will happen for you and achievements will come to you. Uh, you know, like Miss Leah over here who's working with Hulu and all these BuzzFeed. I mean, come on, you guys, you have to check her out. OK, <laughs> um, let's go ahead and head to the next question here. What types of books do you review and recommend and what makes a book recommendable to you? Okay, so I read a lot of different genres, um, especially when I first started out, I was kind of just, oh, I will read anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I find that I read a lot of romance. Uh, I read uh, my favorite genre ever is dystopian. I love dystopian fiction. Um, I mentioned The Handmaid's Tale. That's also my favorite book. That's the book that made me decide to study English literature. And uh, so those are the books I love. I dabbled in a little bit of fantasy. Uh, I'll kind of read anything. I also love nonfiction, uh, memoirs, hearing people tell their own stories. As long as something grabs my attention, I'll be willing to read it. And uh, in the beginning, I was seeking out, you know, upcoming books that I was interested in asking publishers for review copies. And I still do that to some degree now. But in many ways, now publishers are starting to reach out to me. and I'm able to decide if I want to help promote a book or not. And I can say no. Right. Um, so that's a great place to be in to get to you know be selective. I, I read 130 books the last two years each year. Wow. Yeah, 2021, 2022 each were 130 books. So wow. um, my time is precious and I want to <laughs> read as many books as I can. Absolutely. But um, if it's not something I'm going to be interested in, I don't promote it. And I don't promote it just for the sake of promotion. Um, right. If I post about a book, it's because I'm reading it and I want to tell you what I think. Or it's because I've loved it so much and I think you need to read it right away. Right. Um, so, you know, I kind of review fiction and nonfiction a little differently. So um, there's different things that I look for depending on the genre. But uh, really, I'm looking for something that just um, engrosses me, makes me want to keep turning the page. And I'm looking for something that makes me want to stay up late reading when I should be going to sleep. That's kind of what I'm looking for in a book. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And I mean, that's kind of what we're looking for in anything in life, right? It's something that is so incredible that we enjoy that we want others to enjoy as well, you know? So um, that's amazing that... No, go ahead. Oh, oh, just... And I'm looking for something that's going to teach me something that I didn't know already, right? If I'm just in an echo chamber and I'm reading something that's, um, you know, it's not really entertaining and I'm just hearing the same thing over and over again. And I'm just reading books by other, you know, white women like Mm -hmm. myself. I'm not necessarily learning anything, but when I'm reading diversely and I'm reading from authors of other genders of other, you know, nationalities, other ethnicities, Mm -hmm. I'm learning something and I'm growing as a person and I'm, I am working out that empathy muscle Right. That's mm-hmm. also something I'm looking for, too. Right. Um, I don't want to read in an echo chamber and constantly just read about, you know, other 30 something white women like myself. Right. Yes. Great point that you just brought up, because that's actually ties into my next question here, which is I seen on your Instagram that you have recommended different cultural books. So how important do you think it is to read um, diverse literature? I think it's imperative. I think, you know, there's people that throw around the phrase avid reader. Mm-hmm. I think that phrase gets thrown around a lot. But if you are only reading books by people that look like you and that have your background, um, you know, I know there's entertainment in it and you it's relatable, mm-hmm. but you miss such a vast well of knowledge and art and writing when you only read authors that look the way that you do and that look Mm -hmm. the way that you do. So I think it's so important. Um, It's one of the best ways to create empathy is by reading other people's experiences and you will never get to to truly walk in someone else's shoes, but you can hear their story from them and support them and their art. And, you know, when we purchase books, that's a really powerful tool. We're putting Mm -hmm. money, you know, um, 
we're, we're deciding where to put our dollars and right. that's really important and about um you know where are we putting that money who are we supporting um who are the people that you know should be getting recognition maybe that aren't there's a, it's a really there's a lot of power in that and so mm-hmm. i just think it's so important to um to diversify your reading whenever you can and there's times where you know I'll look at my monthly wrap-up and realize oh my gosh i read the majority of white authors like how did that end up happening and i kind yeah. of reevaluate maybe my book list and mm-hmm. kind of notice that it happens uh, so i think it's something that people need to be cognizant of particularly uh, white right. readers mm-hmm. and to pay attention to those things and realize the power that you have especially if you are a book blogger a book influencer you are influencing and recommending these books to other people mm-hmm. you're influencing how others read as well and so mm-hmm. i think it's a responsibility in a lot of ways too let me tell you, you are doing amazing work here, and I'm so happy that I got you here to get your perspective out here into the world because people need this. People really do need to hear how how important it is to connect and connecting with either reading, you know, diversely or with people or with podcast or with uh, music or whatever it is connecting through something diversely gives you an immense like uphold on like the next person who's not just being honest right you know what I mean like connecting with you is incredible and having you show your perspective means that you know there's not all to put it frankly not all white people just read white things <laughs> you know there are <laughs> just to be frank you know it's 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 okay to be diverse and to say that it's okay to be diverse because we're all universal everything is universal and, and to connect with each other means that we are becoming a better society you know what I mean so I'm so glad I got you on here so um, my next question here is what has been your greatest accomplishment as a blogger or or just as a person in general, everything that you've done? Um, well, as a blogger, um, personally, I feel like it is that handmade sale project. That's kind of my, uh, the thing that I didn't realize I was setting myself up for to have that mm-hmm. opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's something simple. Not everybody watches the show. Not a lot of people are going to read the reviews they post on the blog and um, but for me personally, it was something that, um, you know, I teared up when I got the opportunity. It <laughs> felt like a big accomplishment that I got to put myself in a position and I, you know, built my blog to a certain point to where Hulu said, oh yeah, let's send her some screeners and let her watch these, you know, months before they come out. And, um, and it was like a fun little secret. I couldn't talk about the episodes and it <laughs> felt really big. Like, um, so in that way that felt like a big accomplishment mm-hmm. um for the blog but even just like the three-year mark i realized oh i kept consistent i didn't you know give up early on mm-hmm. so that felt like a big accomplishment um in terms of the rest of my life like career-wise getting promoted to being an estimator and um you know running my own projects and being awarded the projects and some of the projects that i have worked on and then getting to the point where I'm able to teach to undergraduate students um, in the industry, especially as a woman in construction, Hmm. uh, it's a big challenge. Um, I'm only the third ever female estimator at my company. Congratulations. And thank you. And it's, um, you know, it's, I think it's even rarer um, in the industry in general. And so Mm -hmm. kind of having to learn to push through that and keep showing up and realizing that I am knowledgeable and I am capable and that even if others think that I don't belong here, I know that I do. And finally getting to a place where I feel comfortable um, speaking up and showing up, taking part, taking on leadership opportunities in this industry and in this space. um, That in itself feels like an accomplishment to me because I, when I started out, I felt like, oh, I'll never work my way up. I'll never mm-hmm. understand that. I'll never understand how electrical construction works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, why would I ever understand that? Right. And uh, I've built a career around learning that and being open to learning new things. And so being able to continuously show up in an industry where it's not very common to see someone like mm-hmm. me is uh, that feels like an accomplishment, too. 
that is that is absolutely an incredible accomplishment and um i think maybe a lot of that might have went over some people's heads um you basically said that you live in your conscious with yourself and you tell yourself that you know who you are basically that is what you said and a lot of people don't do that we live in our unconscious mind that is bad and has all these terrible things that just fly at us and tell us that we're not this and we're not that and we can't do this and like you said you were nervous you thought you couldn't learn all these things and teach people and now you have this incredible accomplishment and um i think that is definitely worth you saying and putting out there and telling yourself that you did that so um congratulations again and and that's incredible um so as we yeah absolutely so as we wrap this up here i know we kind of uh, this question we kind you've kind of touched on this um throughout the episode but if you could give maybe a few points on how blogging has changed your life in a positive way well first of all i think uh the community that i have with uh, within the blogging world mm-hmm. so both on instagram um little bit on TikTok and on BookTok, if you will. Um, I'm not as active there as I should be, but um, getting to engage with other bloggers. So like my friend Maria up in Toronto, I'm thinking of my friend Alexia in Georgia, these people that I've been able to make connections with that, you know, live somewhere else, but we connect through books and we'll message each other when we're excited about something and just, you know, creating that network and community and they, you know, we celebrate each other's wins. We get cool opportunities as bloggers. Um, that's really incredible. Um, gosh, I just think um, that's, I think, one of the biggest things that's brought in my life. But the other is, you know, having structured reading time in my day. So I mm. kind of have it scheduled where I try to read on my breaks at work and then before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And having that ritual almost is really helpful for me, for my mental health. Um, you know, I, I deal with depression, anxiety, and mm-hmm. PTSD. And so it's really important for me to actively look for ways to help myself in terms mm-hmm. of my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's therapy, medication, um, next movement, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Uh, reading is also one of those things for me. It's like a, a stress reliever and um, a time to connect with others while reading. And those are the biggest things I think it's brought to my life is it's helped my mental health and it's helped me connect with others and um, just really, really grateful for everything that's brought in my life at this point. And just the opportunity to work with authors and publishers. Um, I used to want to work in publishing and Mm. I thought, well, I'd have to move to New York to really do what I want to do. Uh, and it's really important for me to stay local and be near my family. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of the way that I get to do that and, right. uh, you know, explore that passion of mine. Absolutely. That's incredible. I'm so glad that you said that because that's important. Another, There's so many important gems in this episode. That I don't know if, if, if no one tunes into this. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um, that's very, <laughs> very, that's such an important point to make is that we think that we have to be in a certain area. And I, same for me. I thought that I had to move to L.A. to be in the industry, so to speak, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, and to meet the people that I needed to meet and to get into the opportunities I needed to and you know get the connections that I needed to but honestly I love that I'm local I am connecting with the people that God wants me to connect with and that uh, I'm actually making a difference in their life and not uh, just something that's artificial I really I I believe authenticity is very important. And um, like you said, you stay true to yourself and family is important to you. Being close to your loved ones is important to you. And you still found a way to be able to do what's important to you and also pursue your your passions. And, you know, I'm also in the same space. So, again, I'm so happy that we got to connect today and that you've um, told your story here. And I hope people have opened their ears and listen through and through. Um, So my last question that I have here before we wrap up, what advice do you have for those who have considered blogging, but are not too sure where to start? Oh, first I would um, jump on either Instagram or TikTok and kind of 
start looking around at those other content creators and seeing what the community is like and um, to not be overwhelmed by it, but just to see that there's this incredible supportive community out there. Yes. Um, so start taking a look. Um, the other thing I did was um, get my website set up. So I use WordPress. If that's what you want to do, you want to have a long format blog. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have it. And I still post there just not as frequently. Um, but I find that, you know, social media, so Instagram, TikTok, uh, even Twitter, those are maybe a little bit more immediate ways to mm-hmm. connect with others. And so I would say, you know, you want to think about the type of what you're like, whatever your niche is. So if it's book blogging, um, if you're focusing on fitness or you're focusing on music, whatever, whatever it is, that's mm-hmm. your topic focus that um, I tried to make my books books you know book reviews and more so life needs to try to leave that open for myself um in case i want to explore other things outside of books so you kind of just have to think ahead about what your plan is and know that you can always change it like there's nothing wrong with changing changing things around and rebranding but kind of knowing what direction you'd like to take mm-hmm. and um post the kind of content that you want to post don't right. chase the views the you know the trending ideas if it makes you happy go for it but um don't put so much pressure on yourself to live up to what others are doing because the people that will follow you that want to see your content want to see your content they don't want to keep seeing the same thing that they see from others right yes. So i think it's important to post the things that you're passionate about things that are going to make you excited to keep going and um yeah to just really focus on what makes you unique and what you have to offer the world and go and be truthful and authentic with that because uh, i find it like obvious when people aren't being true themselves and not being authentic so um yeah (laughs) so i think that just focusing on what it is that that you're really interested in and what you have to say to the world and what uh, brings you joy and that will help you don't that will bring you longevity right so you're not going to be burned right. out by doing something that you don't really love yes i know you were talking about blogging but i felt like you were talking to me <laughs> and i'm just sitting here <laughs> listening like yes <laughs> telling myself <laughs> yes <laughs> i found what i wanted i'm going for it <laughs> um yes. if that if yeah, that wasn't you but... right <laughs> Exactly. Uh, If that wasn't you listening to Leah say this beautiful ending, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Okay, I'm going to get in my bag and, you know, continue to to push uh, for what I'm doing. And that would that just helped me that just added like another block to 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 look at and be like, yes, I can still do this. So um, thank you so much. I'm so, so, so grateful and um my, I'm at a loss for words because you just you threw me right there at the end. You just it re- really <laughs> felt like you were talking to me. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm, well, I'm truly thank you for yeah you know, no. for doing hosting this podcast and Absolutely. being like outlet for others and um, you know it's great to you know support and work with someone else uh, from our area. I found out we went to the same high school. Um, right. Didn't know it. I think I graduated a little bit before you did. Yeah. And so just to be able to help, you know, support one another, especially when we're, you know, in similar, um, similar areas of right. what we do, and we're able to kind of connect in those ways and support each other. I think it's so important. So what you do for other artists is really important. And I want to thank you for doing that too. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That means so much to me. I will keep that very, very close to my heart. Um, everybody, please, please, please go and check out Leah Rummel. Uh, if you have any final thoughts you would like to leave for the people, any personal shout outs you would love to give, and please, one more time, say your website uh, so that they can check you out, okay? Sure. So you can find me at lifemeetsliterature.com, my blog. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok both at Life Meets Literature. And I'm on Twitter at Life Meets Lit. And uh, yeah, come find me. Uh, There's a Facebook page, Life Meets Literature. And I'd love to connect with anybody in terms of book reviews, book recommendations, anything like that. And yeah, I just want to thank you again for having me on. It's been awesome. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. If you didn't catch any of that, the, all of her links will be in the description below where you can click and go straight away to follow her, to check out her website and to just support the independent movement. Thank you again so much, Leah, for joining me. Please, please, please make sure you follow her, check out her website. And that's all I have for you guys here on the Grown Up Podcast today. I love you guys. Make sure you're staying safe and being kind out there, please. We'll see you later. And that's it, family. I know today's episode ran a little bit longer, but if you got, let me just have your attention for just a little bit more. Um, I want to share a couple things that I'm so excited that you guys made happen for me and made me push to strive for more and, you know, grab a hold of these opportunities. And also you guys have created opportunities for me. So I'm just excited. And and y'all already know what I'm about to say. I appreciate y'all for showing love and just showing up for me and I want to show up for y'all so anyways without further ado let me get to the to the nitty-gritty right so y'all can get out of here anyways the four things I want to tell y'all number one the Instagram followers is up on the grown-up podcast Instagram that's all I'm saying we we got 215 followers now that might that may not be a lot to y'all but that's a lot to me okay obviously starting from one you know and and also we get a lot of clicks from a lot of people who aren't following so let's try and make them follow you feel what I'm saying and another thing that I noticed you know because obviously I got to check out the Instagram see what's popping what's not we popping on the reels okay and the reels that got the most is merch so y'all letting me know that y'all really like that merch so i'm gonna I'm really have to get in my bag about that and i'm gonna have to make that shake and bake you feel me for y'all you know so i can i can get that going but anyways secondly this is the 93rd episode Okay, for me recording in my archives that I keep in my hard drive, it's the 93rd episode. But technically, overall episodes that I have uploaded, this would be the 119th episode. And the next episode that I will be dropping will be the 120th episode. So come on for putting in that hard work, okay? And talk about pushing that independent podcast and making it work, y'all. I'm just so grateful and I'm so happy and all of the above, okay? And number three, I am currently in the process of making this podcast an actual business. Like I'm trying to make... get a business license and put all of these podcast purchases towards my business because this is this is me I run this business I'm a marketer I I do I do it all you feel me and I'm a a walking talking businessman and you know it's about time that I make it official and start talking the talk and walking the walk so I'm so happy to get that process started and to complete that journey and finally Finally, finally, to get you guys out of here, I have teamed up with another independent endeavor by the name of E3 Radio. Now, if you follow me on my personal Instagram, you would see I'm posting about them and I'm also posting about them on the podcast Instagram here and there as well. So I'll be posting on both Instagrams um, about E3 Radio and the Cube app, which the Grown Up Podcast will be a part of uh, the Cube app. And E3 Radio is the parent, basically, of the Cube app, which is the baby being born from it. Um, and it's an online, independent radio station. It's incredible. It's got incredible people, dope as hell. I, I love them. I, you know, they they show me love and and. Uh, have open arms to me and and so i just couldn't be more happier um and the online independent radio station is dedicated to queer and independent music so if you guys know any queer artists please 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 do not hesitate send them my way you can send them to the grown-up podcast email you can send them dm me on my social medias or what have you um i've teamed up with them and i'm excited and you know i i just it's so many beautiful things and opportunities that i'm just humble and grateful for and it's you it's made been made possible because you guys have continued to push me and um 
you know, support me. And so I just all the love to you guys. And I'm gonna stop talking. I'm gonna get up out of here before this runs to an hour. Holy shit, probably my longest episode ever. Um, And so yeah, that just goes to show my growth. And that's really what I'm excited about is my growth. And um, yeah, I I love you guys. (laughs) And uh, I'll I'll check y'all next week. Make sure y'all tune in next week. I'll give y'all a little spoiler right here. Just a little spoiler before we really get out of here for a frill. Next week, I got a travel agent coming on the podcast. So if you've made it this far and you've gotten to the spoiler alert, please make sure that you tune in next week and you tell somebody else to tune in and then tell that person to tune in and then tell the next person. A travel agent is going to be on the Grown Up Podcast. So just just put that in there for y'all. So (laughs) anyways, I'm out of here. Make sure y'all staying safe and being kind. You feel me? We out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.